All right, welcome back into Patriots Press Pass, week 15 of the NFL. It is myself, Mike Catholic from WEI, with CLNS Media's Taylor Kyles, as well as his cat, if you can't already see their tail, <laughs> poking up into the frame. We have some fun. Uh, we're having some pet fun today here uh, on Press Pass. As we get into, like I said, week 15 of the NFL from the betting angle, as you know, this uh Segment is powered by and sponsored by FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash Boston and uh, you get all your bonus bets over there. If you're going to if you haven't signed up yet, I know sports betting has been here for uh, coming up on a year in Massachusetts. But uh, if you haven't signed up yet, yeah, coming up in March, I think so. FanDuel.com slash Boston. If if you haven't got in on the action yet, give you a bunch of bonus bets over there. So make sure you check it out and sign up through our link. Uh, We're going to go around the NFL like we always do. Uh, we're going to start with the Patriots, who, uh, Taylor, coming off a win last week in Bailey Zappi's second start of the season. They welcome in uh, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift uh, to Foxborough this weekend <laughs> and are eight and a half point underdogs uh, at FanDuel. The total is 37. We've been down there all week uh, checking out the vibes, watching some practice. Um, Chiefs coming off two losses. Patriots coming off the win. What do you make of the matchup? Do they have a chance? Can they win their second in a row? Can they catch the Chiefs, uh, an off Chiefs team, I guess, uh, heading into the latter half or latter portion of the season? Or do the Chiefs, who are the Super Bowl champions, continue to roll? What do you make of the matchup? Yeah, man, I think that this is going to be way too close. Because uh, yep. one, you got the Patriots, obviously. They have like the first half surge. You're hoping if you're on Team Tank that we're going to see more of the second half of what we saw than the first. Uh, but one, the Chiefs run defense has not been good all season. It's really the kind of scheme where they try to take away the pass. And if you want to run, they're just going to wait until you get a negative play. And then they'll capitalize on that. Uh, but I also think that the, pay, the uh, Chiefs offense just isn't in a place where you're scared every time they touch the ball. You're scared of Mahomes, but you're not scared of his wide receivers. And you're scared of Kelsey. Right. But this isn't like the other matchups where, first of all, Belichick plays Mahomes very well. I love throwing out this stat anytime they play. Bill Belichick has shut Mahomes out. Like, they've scored some rushing touchdowns. But Patrick Mahomes has not thrown a touchdown in one half of every game he's played against Belichick, which is huge. And I saw, I think Andrew Callahan even mentioned that they've allowed fewer points against Mahomes every time they played. So Belichick plays him very well. Yeah, he's getting better against him, which is insane. Right. It's it's like the opposite of Josh Allen, where Josh Allen just (laughs) keeps getting better except for that last game. Uh, But, yeah, he's kind of – doesn't have Mahomes' number necessarily, but they're two and two, so it's competitive. And usually Mm -hmm. you have to worry about Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. That's usually been the big bugaboo. And that's dictated a lot of their coverages where they beat up Kelsey, but they dedicate a lot of safety help to making sure Tyreek doesn't beat them. So this is the first time we're going to see a Chiefs and Mahomes offense where Travis Kelsey is the only really scary receiving threat. I think it's going to be mostly Jalen Mills on him. And we've seen Jalen Mills has had struggle against uh, trouble against Mesh, where you, know, you have the two shallow crossers trying to pick a guy off. That's one where he had trouble against the Raiders and the Chiefs. That's one of their main concepts. And then against the scramble plays, we saw against the uh, the Colts before the bye week, there were three plays where Jalen Mills kind of lost his guy on scramble drills. And if that's Travis Kelsey, that could end real bad for you with Mahomes. So I think this is going to be a close game. Um, I think what, what did it go down from like ten? They were ten point favorites. And now it's yeah. like eight or something. Like it opened that. up at it opened up at ten and a half. Now it's uh, eight and a half. So Pats have gotten a couple points over the last few days. So yeah. So I I, I think this one's going to be close. If 
I would take the Patriots, honestly. I'd take the eight points because I think All that right. this defense is going to hold it to, like, not a touchdown plus game. I, I That would be a little out of pocket, I think. Uh, then again, like, maybe the Chiefs receivers finally figure it out and turn it on. I hope so. I hope they lose uh, because they have nothing yeah. to play for but pride at this point. And I told you, I've had nightmares. And we about want Drake getting, Day. Yeah. Yes. Like, I've had nightmares about them falling out of the top five. Uh, so, yeah, let's hope for a loss. But realistically, I do think this is going to be a competitive yeah, I've gone back and forth as far as the number. Like, you know, you, you mentioned it. You know, they've they've uh they've gone from ten and a half point favorites to the Chiefs to eight and a half. I just think, you know, we're, we're high on Zappi, we're high on how the offense looked in that first half of the Steelers game. And it, rightfully so, they did enough to win the football game and he looked pretty good. But at the end of the day, it was like three or maybe four drives where they put it together. And other than that, they they went scoreless in the second half in Pittsburgh. Uh Zappi did make a mistake that turned into an almost pick six. So like yeah, he looked pretty good, but can they really do it again against the Chiefs defense, which is one of the better units in football? So I don't think so. I look at the number, and I still think the Chiefs can probably win this one by 10. Like, yeah, we're, it's not the Chiefs teams of before where they're scoring 35 points a game, but, you know, if they put up 24, are the Patriots really going to score 21 again? Like, I don't think so. I I look at who, and who, think who about on a, the Chiefs. Who on the Chiefs is scoring three touchdowns? Kelsey, I guess. I mean, you think the Patriots I always know. playing also, well too? That's the thing. Yeah, like, they're not going to let him take the game over. I look at like Rasheed Rice too, who's been pretty good. I know he's a rookie, and Belichick will probably have an answer for him. So, uh, I think it'll be close, close-ish. I think it'll be low scoring. I think I like under thirty-seven or close mm-hmm. to that. Like, yeah. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be terribly high scoring, but at the end of the day, if, you know, even if Butker puts in three field goals or something and they hold Mahomes, but they still get in range, I think I'm still going to take the Chiefs with the points. So I like the Chiefs minus eight and a half here. Uh, I just, I don't know how much I trust that Patriots offense, even after having a decent showing last week. So uh, that's the thought on Pat's Chiefs. Let's move on. Sticking in the AFC East, we have the Jets versus the Dolphins. Uh, The Dolphins are at home and they are nine and a half point favorites. Uh, the total in this one is, I want to say, I just had it up and now I lost it. The total is 37 and a half. It's pretty low for a for a Dolphins game. I thought and I had a typo, Zach which Wilson is why I, is, is sick. The, right? fourth, the forthcoming of Zach Wilson. <laughs> exactly. The AFC, uh, AFC player of the week last week, Zach Wilson. The reason I went back to my FanDuel app is because I had it written down on my sheet and I thought it was a typo because I thought 37 and a half was way too low. But uh, that is the case here. Uh, so in Miami, Dolphins could put up 45 on their own. They had uh, quite the interesting game last week where they kind of it looked like they put it away, and then all of a sudden Will Levis and DeAndre Hopkins and those guys came back and won the football game. So Dolphins coming off a loss, Jets coming off a big win where, like I just mentioned, Zach Wilson uh, had his, you know, like you said, forthcoming AFC player of the week. Um, but nine and a half point favorites in the Dolphins, 37 and a half total. What do you make of this matchup? Did the Dolphins get the win? Did the Jets keep rolling? What do you think? Yeah, I want to, you know, I'm trying, I like to manifest on this show mostly. I feel like a lot of my pictures are just things I want to happen. Yeah. And I'd like to say Zach Wilson's going to keep it going, but like this is, this Vic Fangio defense is really finding its groove. And obviously Jalen Ramsey comes back. That's a pretty big part of it because he was a huge piece for you and the familiarity right. with that system. So, um, I, yeah, I, I, the Jets do have a pretty good defense, but it's also you wonder how their run defense is going to hold up this late in the season against a really formidable oh, Dolphins. But then again, they lost so many offensive linemen too. Oh man, this is tough. Um, 
I'll say this one is going to be lower scoring than I, I'll take the under okay. in this one, just because it's the really the Dolphins' offensive line that scares me. It's I just remembered that, and that's like they really, and that was a huge reason they gave up the game. The Tua, as fast as his release is, it's pretty tough when at times you're allowing like instant pressure, and again, you can't rely on the ground game, which has been so good for them. So right. I think they win, but uh, what, what was the spread again? What was the spread again? Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Oosh. Um. I think they can cover that. I'll, I'll take All that, right. but I do think the point total is going to be lower than what we think. Oh, I'm sorry. Nine and a half. Oh, nine I don't and a half. Oh, makes a difference geez, yeah. Uh, I think they can win by still 10. Cover. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think the Dolphins come back in this one. Uh, they're playing at home. Uh, they like playing down in Miami. They play better. Track meet football down there at Miami Garden. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to fall for the Zach Wilson juice from last week. I like him. I think he's, you know, when he's good, he's fun to watch. It kind of gives throwback vibes to him playing at BYU. But at the end of the day, the Dolphins are playing for more right now. They're playing for seeding. Jets aren't playing for much besides the fact that Aaron Rodgers could get cleared next week, which I still find that incredibly hard to believe. So uh, I like the Dolphins minus, yeah, Dolphins minus nine and a half. And I like the over. I think 37 and a half is way too low. I'll probably be wrong there because, you know, that's what happens to us on this show. But yeah, uh, what going to be wrong? I like, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we, we're picking opposite here. So I like the over. Taylor likes the under. Uh, and that's our picks for this AFC East matchup. Before we continue on, let's li- take a listen to our sponsors over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action NFL. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including you got spreads, you got your player props, you got over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. FanDuel.com slash Boston. You get 150 bucks in bonus bets when you sign up over at our link. So make sure you go check that one out. Let's head. We're going to stay in the AFC. We're going to go to the AFC South this time. Just mentioned the Titans. Uh, with their comeback win against the Dolphins last week. They are now headed to Houston to take on the Texans. Oh, I'm sorry. The Texans are going to Tennessee. I'm sorry. So they come back against the Dolphins. Then they get to go home. They welcome in the Texans, who are also probably... Uh, according to reports, going to be missing their starting star quarterback in rookie C.J. Stroud this week. Uh, it sounds like Houston's getting Davis Mills ready to roll as Stroud left last week's game with, I believe, what was a concussion. Um, so he's uh, yeah, so he's going to be down and out. He's been a stud. He he crept into not only the he's obviously the runaway rookie of the year, but he crept into the uh, the MVP conversation for a little while there as well. Mm-hmm. Him and Bobby Slowick <laughs> really have that offense going. Uh, Titans, like I mentioned, comeback last week. Uh, sounds like Vrabel's not too happy there. So that's, in my opinion, a guy to keep an eye on as this Patriots season comes to a close. I don't know if they're going to try and swindle him out of Nashville, but uh, still games to play. Titans are favorites with Davis Mills playing for Houston, minus three, according to FanDuel. Another 37.5 point total. Uh, so, Taylor, what do you make of this one? Do Will Levis and the Titans continue to roll after their comeback, or does Davis Mills get stuff going uh, with Houston this week in Nashville? I'm buying stock in the Titans, man. Like All Will right. Levis, we said it last week. Like he's a, he's a crazy person, and you saw it when he had that last touchdown. He goes yeah. to the sideline, and I was like, 
Whoa, fired up Davis or uh, uh, Will. Will Levis. Oh my God, Will <laughs> Levis. Will Levis. Fired up Will Levis. Kind of scary. Um, but yeah, I, I'll he's go ripped with the too. That's he's the scary part. Up, yeah, where, like he gets excited. You see all the veins, the veins and it's like ah, <laughs> yeah. ah, ah, he's like, like chest pumps the guy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll go with them. Uh, points, points, points. Really, I, I think you said it a few weeks ago. Whereas Patriots fans, we are just traumatized at this point, and we don't like expect other teams can score. Yes. That's really how I feel. I'm like, oh, how do you do that? But yeah. uh, 37 um, points in a football game. What the hell does that even That's, mean? Yeah, man, yeah. we we're down bad. Um, but yeah, I'll say uh, I'll go with the under in this one as well. Okay. Like, I don't think it's gonna be fireworks necessarily. It wasn't even fireworks against the Dolphins. So yeah, modest, modest score. Yeah, I agree. Modest score. Um, I'll go under 37 and a half as well. I think I like the Titans too. I think I like what they have. I think Vrabel, as I mentioned before, is a guy who people want to continue to play for, uh, despite, you know, like I saw there was a, uh, there was a, I don't think it was a mic'd up, but you read his lips and like, he was just, he was in the face of his kick returner who like muffed the punt. He was like trying to make excuses. Like we don't effing care. Like, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I like his fire. Um, I think people gravitate towards it down there. And so, uh, I think they keep winning because I don't trust – as much as I liked Davis Mills for a while as sort of the Deshaun Watson fill-in down there, uh, they're going to certainly miss a beat without C.J. Stroud. So I like the under. I like the Titans minus three. Um, another AFC East game with the Cowboys heading to Buffalo to take on the Bills. This game uh, – this Ooh. one's going to be fun. This is going to be a fun game. Uh, this game I, is going to be the one that like gets Dak the legitimate MVP yeah, talk because I, I think it's already getting like it's getting generated, but I feel like people still think that Dak isn't that dude. When yeah. we've seen throughout his career that he has these stretches of like you can't really stop him right. if he's locked in and he's not like his receivers are actually catching passes. Like last year, all the interceptions during the year were like, yeah, but he's getting tipped. Like right. I watched all of his interceptions last year; most of them weren't on him. Like there's some where you're like, uh, maybe, but I mean, yeah, he's, he's bowing right now. And especially yep. with Josh Allen on that stage, if he wins, I really do think that it's going to be like, okay, yeah, you got to start taking Dak seriously and not, you know, calling him a game manager or whatever. I right. know it's not always an insult, but like, he's a baller. He's a game changer. Yeah. I'm, I'm completely with you. I think, I think he's the favorite uh, to win MVP right now at FanDuel. It's Let's him go. and Brock Purdy. Um, but if you want to get some value in it, I know but Purdy's an, an insane one too. But if you want some value on Dak, like Taylor mentioned, if he wins uh, and goes into Buffalo and wins this one this week, his number's only going to get shorter. So if you think he can win MVP, go take him now over at FanDuel. But uh, they are underdogs in Buffalo. Bills are one and a half point favorites, a high total of 50 and a half. Um, both high flying offenses. Bills. Bills had a little bit of a downtick before they fired Ken Dorsey, but now they've kind of rolled back in here with Joe Brady. They win last week controversially, I guess, in Kansas City, even though it wasn't really a controversy because Kadarius Tony was offsides. Yeah. We can talk about that. That's another conversation for another day. Uh, you mentioned it, Taylor. Dak can get himself to be the MVP of the league with a win in Buffalo. So does he ultimately do that uh, this weekend at Highmark Stadium? I think so, because I think the Cowboys are just a really – and I think that's something that people also take away from Dak. It's like you think of the defense. It's like, sure, you think of the defense, but also think of their offense. Like, it's it's right. all him. If there's CD, obviously. Like, CD's a monster. But every Brandon great Cooks quarterback always has, plays well, too, everywhere he goes. I, but I all these good passing too. offenses have, like, a couple of those guys. Brandon Cooks is immortal pretty much, and he's finally – now that he's healthy and, you know, he's catching fire. So, yeah, I think that they're just so well-rounded. I don't think the Bills have that. 
to the same degree, um, especially like in the trenches. I think the Bills have a solid offensive line, but like this is a bunch of gang rec- game wreckers uh, right. for the Cowboys. So I, I think they pull this one off. And uh, I think it's high scoring. I, I think this is going to be a game where we see like two or three punts. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. L- last week, there, um, the Cowboys Eagles game, I bet the over in that one, and it looked like it was going to go, and then it didn't because the Eagles just fell off and they you know, they didn't get the points for me. But um, this week with Cowboys and Bills now, with the Bills rolling on offense as well, I like the over 50 and a half here. Um, and I think I'm with you. I like the Cowboys. I like what that team's doing. I don't know if. Yeah, they're they're weird and they they'll shut themselves off in the playoffs probably like they always do. But regular season Dak, regular season Mike McCarthy, the way they're playing right now with sort of that chip on their shoulder, even though they're one of the best teams in the NFC, uh, I like them as underdogs in this one. So uh, Cowboys plus one and a half. I mean Taylor Wolf like the over fifty and a half. Uh, we're gonna get into the last two games here, uh, Sunday night football and Monday night football. But before we do, uh, let's take a listen to our friends over at Seeky. You know, I've been looking for the best deal on Celtics tickets, and with over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including concerts, sports festivals, and more. With the NFL, NBA, and NHL seasons in full swing, you don't want to miss out. SeatGeek has your tickets to every game, plus artists like Travis Scott are on tour. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10, so look for the green dots. Green means good and red means bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee, and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. So as you know, I always come through for you guys. You can use my code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you check the link in the description to download the app. So before we finish this one off with these two uh, Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football games, that SeatGeek ad we just listened to, go DREAMERSPRO. Uh, get some, uh, Give us some love there over at SeatGeek. But interesting ticketing market. Thing from this week you can get into the panthers game on sunday for 45 oh, yeah. cents. <laughs> 45 freaking cents for that game like i don't know how look the panthers stink and they're not that fun to watch but if i was in carolina and i had nothing to do on sunday and i needed to pay two freaking quarters to get into that football game why the heck wouldn't you go that's funny no literally you hand them two quarters and they go right. sir this is too much <laughs> yeah they have, to give, they have to find change for two two quarters so it's insane but do football uh, stadiums do have nickels? Like what? I know, literally. Yeah, right. Uh, so I would just make it free at that point if I was a yeah. billionaire. Like it's way more embarrassing, right? Just at least you look good, right? Like that's that's yeah. just wild, it's insane. But uh, anyway, moving on. Sunday night football: Ravens at Jaguars. <laughs> Ravens minus three and a half, forty-two and a half point total in this one. Uh, the Jaguars. Um, I love the Jaguars. I love Trevor Lawrence. I think we've talked about him on the show. I don't think. I think he doesn't get as much love as he really should. Everyone tries to compare his numbers to Mac Jones's. Like, they've had the same start to their careers. Like, uh, no, they haven't. Sorry, just haven't done it. Um, (laughs) And they're going to make the playoffs, and they're, you know, a sneaky contender in the AFC because they have um, a guy who can do just about everything from the quarterback position. Uh, On the other side of the football this weekend, the Ravens, uh, they add a quarterback to their room this week with Malik Cunningham, former Patriot. Uh, Malik Cunningham signed to their active roster this week. Uh, I saw a pretty uh, 
pretty cool photo the Ravens posted of uh, Lamar and Malik at practice. Malik rocking number twelve over there. Kind of looks like kind of looks like a baller. Not gonna lie, um, a yeah. lo- little Louisville reunion for them. Um, but they come into this one as underdogs, three and a half point dogs. Uh, like I said, forty two and a half points is the total at FanDuel. Uh, Ravens at Jaguars. Taylor, a AFC East matchup that has a lot of playoff implications in it. What do you make of it? Who wins it with the Jags at home uh, on Sunday Night Football? I feel like I keep seeing the Jags defense get embarrassed and just like not hold up very well. And I don't think that's going to change against the Ravens. And then the Jaguars offense, like Trevor Lawrence is great, but it always feels like there's something holding them back. Whether it's like the receiver's not doing enough, kind of like a Patrick Mahomes situation where even Calvin Ridley, like sometimes I don't really know if they're on the same page and, you know, he has his drop problem a little bit. Usually you don't really care about drops with great receivers because they give you more than what their drops are, but he also has some big ones. So, I think I'm going to take the Ravens uh, just because I believe in the Jaguars keeping it competitive. I think it'll be a relatively close game. Uh, But I I don't see the Jaguars pulling one out against a well-rounded team like the Ravens. I am every week falling more and more in love with this Ravens team and just how Lamar Jackson plays and that offense clicks and goes and their defense is nasty. And even without, you know, Mark Andrews, Isaiah likely playing well too, like, I just, I really do. I, Zay Flowers has been awesome for them as well lately. Like, I just, they're clicking at the right time. And you're right. I mean, I don't think it's Lawrence's fault, but even he's hurt. So, like, they're, they're a little, they're a little down and out. I still think they're going to ultimately win the AFC South. And, like, you know, that's, that's all going to play out and they're going to get a good seating and everything. But, um, yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I got to take the Ravens in this one. And I like the over 42 and a half. I think both offenses will sneaky score um in this one so i think uh yeah lamar gets going lawrence with another week of sort of rehabbing his ankle might get their offense going a little bit too but uh, i think the ravens ultimately uh get this one get this one done Mm. uh, in jacksonville this week so finally monday night football a slot with the patriots where the patriots were supposed to play uh but they got flexed out for the philadelphia eagles taking on the seattle seahawks um, I think if the NFL could take it back, they would probably have kept the Patriots and Chiefs now that they kind of look yeah. at this one. I think Patriots coming off a win, uh, Chiefs coming off of the controversy and Mahomes and Reed flipping out, what have you, Taylor Swift being in the building versus an Eagles team that's lost two straight and a Seahawks team that's fallen off over the last month and a half. I don't know. I still think that uh, Pat's, Pat's, uh, Chiefs would put butts in seats and put eyeballs on TV screens, but – I'm not an ESPN executive, and I don't uh, make the decisions on the flex. So we got to talk about Eagles versus Seahawks. Eagles are three-point favorites on the road. The total is 47.5 points. Like I mentioned, uh, Phillies lost two straight. Uh, I think the Seahawks won last week, but they've overall, I think they've lost like three of four or four of five, so they've fallen off a little bit. Um, Two birds on Monday Night Football. Which one ekes it out in the end, Taylor? I'm going to go with the Seahawks just because I, I know the Eagles defense has been really rough yeah. um, and just the firepower that the Seahawks have. Obviously, these are two pretty high-powered teams offensively, but also Jalen Hurts is injured. Their offensive right. line isn't quite as good as it usually is. Uh, so, you know, these are teams I haven't followed their decline super, super closely. So I don't want to start getting into like weird speculation territory. Sure. Where I'm up. But I, I'll, I'll give this one to the Seahawks since they do have a little more momentum. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go with them. I'll go with them. It's really the Eagles are, are going through it right now. Yeah, I. that's kind of why I think I got to take the Eagles here. I think they know that they're mm. going through it. I think they need to go get a win. Um, they can't afford to lose a third straight game after, you know, they come in 
this season, NFC uh, defending champions and rolling at the beginning. Like they need to get a win under their belt, and I think they know it. So that's why I'm going to go Eagles minus three. Um, and I think I like the over 47 and a half too. You mentioned high powered offenses. Mm. Um, even with even with the Seahawks kind of you know falling off a little bit, they're still scoring points. And I just think uh, the Eagles last week couldn't find the end zone, but that's going to change this week in Seattle. Uh, so I'm going to take the over 47 and a half, and I'm going to take the Eagles minus three. That's going to do it for myself and Taylor Kyles from CLNS Media here. Make sure you uh, follow him on Twitter at tkyles39 for all of his Patriots analysis. You can check out all of his work at clnsmedia.com as well. Uh, you can do the same for me at Mike Kaldek on Twitter, weei.com for all your latest Patriots coverage. Make sure you go to fanduel.com slash Boston. If you haven't already signed up for sports betting in Massachusetts, they'll give you $150 in bonus bets. And subscribe to Patriots Press Pass on YouTube. Uh, to get all of uh, all of our video content here, me and Taylor every week, him on Pat's Daily, Pat's Beat, Andrew Callahan's Pat's Interference, Greg Bedard Podcast. It's all here on Patriots Press Pass, so make sure you rate, review, subscribe on the YouTube channel. And uh, thanks for watching, and we will see you next week for Week 16 Picks Across the NFL.